Life Audio. Welcome to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. I'm Rachel, and this podcast is where you'll find the space to clear your head and calm your heart. I'm so glad you're here. Make yourself at home. Welcome to the Untangling Life Podcast. I'm Rachel Wojo, and I'm so glad you're listening in today. Today, we are going to talk about a verse that many of us have heard so much uh, growing up in the church, or maybe you're just familiar with it, and you thought about the words and wondered, hmm, how do I do that? 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And if you've ever thought about the words, pray without ceasing, maybe you've read this verse and thought, how do I really do that? You are not alone. Does it mean you should tuck yourself into your prayer closet and never leave? Or should you walk around with your eyes closed? We know this type of prayer life is not humanly possible. So what did Paul really mean when he said to pray without ceasing? Well, whenever I spend time in nature, I think about what it must have been like in the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve walked with God in the cool of the day. Imagine that, to physically walk with God, to be close enough to feel his breath as he spoke to hear his voice speak directly to you and then respond with your own words while looking him in the eyes. Adam and Eve lost this beautiful fellowship when sin entered the world. And since then, every one of us are born longing for the return of intimacy and deep relationship with our creator. We sometimes may not recognize the desire for what it is, but as Christians, we know that we are The more we are searching for is a relationship with Jesus. Romans 8 explains it this way, For I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. For the creation awaits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. Not only so, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship, the redemption of our bodies. This scripture explains that longing we have, but how do we pray without ceasing? Well, prayer is a communication tool of intimate spiritual relationship. Back to that introductory verse in 1 Thessalonians, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. Paul is telling us to maintain an attitude of prayer because prayer contains different methods of communication. Maintaining a prayer-like attitude means to be purposeful and conscious of times to connect with the Father, and not only to talk to Him, but to listen. It means to be aware of His presence and how He is working in our lives. It means to have our hearts so in tune with His that we won't miss the moments throughout the day that are available 
to give him praise, listen to his voice, and ask for guidance. So how can we practically do that? Well, I believe that we can analyze our daily living and make the most of the opportunities that we have. We can practically look for ways to keep a prayer attitude throughout the day and make the choice to do so. That sounds easy enough, right? But let's look at a few of these ways that we could truly pray without ceasing. The first one is we could enjoy scheduled times of prayer. I know this is not new news, is it? Daniel turned to Jerusalem three times a day to pray. Many of us have been taught to pray before meals, which is a natural time to remember that Thanksgiving piece of Paul's verse. We teach our children bedtime prayers. Keeping scheduled times of prayer is just one way to communicate with the Father. It's one way of helping us to remember to pray without ceasing. And then another way is just to be a noticer of things to be thankful for and breathe thanks to God in the moment. That's how Paul was able to give thanks in all circumstances. His thanksgiving was simply for breath, for life, for knowing that God is good. And this choosing to consciously give thanks for life and breath is a beautiful way to practically follow through on the command to pray without ceasing. And then number three, give God your worries. It's easy to foster a spirit of worry and forget to give our cares to the Lord. If you need help in this department, go back to the podcast episode, Seven Ways to Win Over Worry. Train yourself to trap those initial thoughts of worry and turn them around to thoughts of prayer. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. When my daughter Taylor was dealing with her terminal illness and we had so many special needs to care for, I would feel myself getting anxious over it. And I would try to immediately give that thought to God. It might sound something like, Lord, you know it's easy for me to worry over the details of Taylor's disease. I ask you to prevent her from having seizures and give her the quality of life only you can give. Give her continued strength and help me to remember that you are in control of every detail of our lives. We love you, Lord, and we know that every breath we have comes from you. Thank you for it. I found that the sooner I trap worried thoughts and catch myself before that downward spiral of negativity hits, my prayer life grows stronger. So we've read a few ways we can pray without ceasing, enjoy scheduled times of prayer, 
You can be a noticer of things to be thankful for and breathe thanks to God. You can give God your worries. And then number four, open your eyes to the needs of people whose paths you cross and lift them up right in that moment. While I've tried to become more aware of opportunities to pray aloud for folks right on the spot when they have needs, the timing to pray aloud is not always appropriate. I have been known to walk in a grocery store and see a friend in the produce department and our conversation led to prayer right there. But I never want to make someone else uncomfortable with praying aloud if I don't already have a relationship with that person. So when I'm in the grocery store and I see people with canes or oxygen masks or any other hint of physical impairment, whether it's a wheelchair or um, a limp, I try not to rush through and look over their needs, but instead just remember to pray a thought of mercy and grace for them. A simple, Lord be with them, is one more way to keep a prayer attitude. And I think when we open our eyes to the needs of people around us and we lift them in prayer, it is just one way of communicating with the Father. It um, keeps our hearts tender and it gives us eyes to see people as Jesus sees them. In the number five, you can keep a prayer journal. Writing out prayers is a wonderful way to choose a life of prayer. And over the summer, I'll be honest, I've gotten out of the habit of prayer journaling a bit. And using and keeping a prayer journal is so close to my heart. I love to go back into my prayer journal and read what I've written. Um, We can easily remember what we write down. And so a practice of keeping a A prayer journal helps us choose an attitude of prayer even when we aren't wholly engaged in prayer. Helps us remember. And so I personally am committing to you right now that I want to get back into my prayer journaling. This week my children started school. Today was the first day. And so I'm planning to dive back into my prayer journal. And then number six, use tangible tasks to remind us to pray. I think this is one of the ways that Jesus prayed. Life is full of daily maintenance. There are repetitive tasks that we do over and over again. And they can seem monotonous, but they are purposeful. Transform your mundane task into a simple time of prayer. One way that I've enjoyed teaching this point in the past is through the task of hand washing. I mean, I wash my hands so many times a day. Most of us do. And when I wash my hands... I focus on the cleansing and I ask God for forgiveness of my failures and shortcomings. I really just ask him to forgive my sin. And I think this is just one fabulous way of using a daily chore to become a prayer trigger. I've talked about these on the podcast before, but I'll mention a couple others in case you haven't heard them. One is that when I'm folding laundry for my family or doing laundry, even washing, drying, gathering, all of that process, I pray for the kids whose clothes I'm folding, or for the child who has a uh, volleyball uniform in the wash as I'm pulling it out. Whatever I'm working on with the laundry, I always pray for my family member whose laundry I'm doing. And another way, I think, to remember to pray during tasks is through dishwashing. Being thankful for the person who ate that food and praying for their needs, and praying for them to be healthy, and just another simple task of dishwashing 
where we can pray for those who are in our family. Even as you drive through the neighborhood and you pass the houses of people you may or may not know, just asking God to keep their hearts open or turn their hearts towards Him. Praying without ceasing isn't impossible as we initially think upon reading the Bible verse where Paul instructs us to do so. To pray without ceasing is simply to keep our hearts open before the Lord in communication with Him. I would love to hear which one of these ideas helped you today. And if you would shoot me an email at rachel at rachelwojo.com, I would love to hear what ways to pray you've found either one of the ideas I've shared today on how to pray without ceasing or something else that has helped you. Thanks so much for listening in today. Until next time, God sees you and knows your need. Thank you for listening to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to subscribe. For show notes and free resources, visit rachelwojo.com. See you again soon. Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Randy. And we're from Salty Saints Podcast. We're a theology and apologetics podcast. We hope to better equip you to be salt and light for your community. Uh, We hope that we can help you to go out and be a reflection of Jesus Christ to those around you, uh, to your friends and your family, and especially to those that do not know Christ. To find out more, subscribe at lifeaudio.com.